Happy New Year, Tune In listeners. It's 2024. You're listening to Tune In Radio for Your Mind, Body, and Soul. And I'm your host, Keela Parkinson. And we are welcoming back today to kick off our new year a returning guest that I'm very excited to have with us, who's going to be talking to us in even more detail about some things she shared with us last time. And she's going to be talking to us about some ways that what she offers is more accessible to all of us. So I'm really excited. Um, By the way, I've got a question for you, listeners. How are those goals and resolutions coming along? to ring in 2024 in a really mindful way, we have invited back Leslie Shreve from Productive Day. Hi, Leslie. Thank you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm so excited. Now, listeners, check this out. If you are like most professionals, you likely have too much to do, too many emails, and too little time. And by the end of the day, you wonder what you've accomplished and why you haven't made as much progress as you wanted. Because of the frustration and stress this creates, I invited Leslie back to the show to talk with us today about the part of the workday that is often overlooked and left to chance, but doesn't have to be. And in fact, Leslie says it shouldn't be. (laughs) And I love that. It's the missing piece that can help you get things done faster and easier make more progress, and reduce stress. So in case you forgot about last time and and this wonderful conversation we had with her, Leslie Shreve is a workload management and productivity expert. She's the founder and CEO of Productive Day, which you can find at ProductiveDay.com, and also the creator of Taskology, the science of getting things done, which is a unique, proprietary, and all-encompassing system for workload management. And for more than 13 years, she's worked in, before this, she worked in corporate office environments, and then established Productive Day in 2003, so 20, almost 21 years of working with Productive Day and Taskology with C-suite levels, C-suite level leaders, managers, business owners, and professionals. And I just want to say to you, if you're a listener and you're not a professional, keep listening, especially if you're a regular listener, because you're sure to hear all kinds of interesting things, helpful tidbits to help you manage time mindfully. So once again, welcome back, Leslie. Hi again. Thank you so much. It's great to be here again. Always oh, a fun so conversation. Glad. Yeah, definitely. I'm so glad that you came back and you're going to tell us even more about this. And I also want to let listeners know that Leslie has a special talk that she gives to these C-suite level professionals called Why Time and Productivity Are Lost from Your Workday, Where They're Hiding, and how to get them back. And today we're going to basically hear that talk in conversation form, which I'm super excited about. And I have to say too, Leslie, like you had one piece that was promoting this that said, hey, does your workday fl- seem like it's flying by, but you're still slogging through molasses? And I was like, oh yeah, relatable. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people can relate to that for sure. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And then you also mentioned in that, that there are two essential parts of your workday that lack attention that this really helps us figure out. So do you want to start with those two essential pieces and then tell us all the rest? <laughs> so the two, okay, the two essential, well, let's back up a okay, little good. bit first. And let's talk about, you know, what's really happening, this slogging through molasses mm-hmm. that that folks are experiencing. You know, it, it, every year that ticks by is a year that folks are you know, trying to reach their goals, they're trying to reach their finish lines, and there is no time to waste. So in 2024, you know, in this new year, and for every new year, Mm. there is just no time to waste at all. It's just one of those things where you've got to have this time because that is the secret sauce. Mm. You know, that's what's going to help people get where they really need to go. So when we talk about the workday and no matter what your level of expertise because everybody's got one you know you're a small business owner you're or you're in corporate or you're a a c-suite leader it doesn't matter what your sweet spot is but that is the 
first part of your workday out of these two parts mm. that I'm referring to. That's the first part. So the time that you spend in your day, you want to spend using your expertise. You're a lawyer, you're an accountant, you're an entrepreneur doing something specific, you're a consultant, you're mm. a real estate agent, whatever it is. That's the time that you use best, using your expertise. It's what you bring to the table. It's education, experience, background, talent, everything juicy that means I, I can help other people with this expertise. Like this is my sweet spot, right? So then there's the other part of the workday. And that other part of the workday, and certainly not 50-50 here, this mm. is actually the part of the workday you want to minimize, and it's called workload management. <laughs> it's, how, <laughs> it's how we get things done. So if we think about the typical workday that folks are experiencing, um, they feel like they're slogging through molasses mm -hmm. because it's not an easy, efficient workday. Mm. So what we'll be talking about today is where time is leaking out of the workday and why workload management isn't working. And that's because of these areas that I'll talk to you guys about, these three areas where time is leaking out the most and the fastest. And so workload management is all about how am I going to get the time I need to work on my most important priorities? How am I going to get through all these emails? How am I going to plan and prioritize all this stuff I have to do? The how is what's holding people back. Mm -hmm. The how is really sapping everybody's ability to be efficient, to be effective, to be productive, to make progress, and to go home feeling accomplished. Because when you go home at the end of the day and feel like the whole day just whizzed by and you're thinking, what did I accomplish? I didn't get to the finish lines I wanted to. You kind of go home feeling a little defeated, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and then they have to whip open the laptop at the end of the day. And now their personal time is getting right. sucked away because they've got to catch up on email or they have to catch up on the tasks that they didn't get to do during the day. And that's because time was lost. Mm -hmm. And so I don't want anybody feeling that way. I am so passionate about making sure that we get the work done during the workday. And then at home, you can unplug and then be mindful of something else like your family. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> you know? great. Yeah. Or your health or getting more sleep or reducing yeah. your stress. I mean, there's so many you know, hobbies. Right. Hobbies. Yeah. <laughs> things that you, that make you feel great. I love too, Leslie, how you've already shared with us. Like when you have that sensation that you're slogging through molasses, that's like a, a tell right there. Like, okay, something is off. Right. And so like how we feel about our time when it feels like the day is flying by and we're loving it, that's a whole different type of productivity. When you're working in the zone, mm -hmm. in you know, zone. and time whizzes by because you're doing, yeah. you're, you're using your expertise. That was yeah. the first part of the work mm -hmm. day, right? So when that kind of time whizzes by and you look up and you go, oh my gosh, two hours just yeah. went by. Gosh, <laughs> it felt like five minutes because yeah. I was doing what I love. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. And wouldn't it be great if our entire workday could just be staying in that wheelhouse? Oh, everyone dreams of that, but it's not reality, is it? <laughs> well, that's what, that's the reality I want to bring to mm -hmm. the world. And this is what I've been doing for 20 years nice. is helping people reduce the time they spend on workload management so they can increase the time they spend doing what they love. Whether you're in corporate or you're in your own business mm -hmm. or whatever you're doing, Getting workload management to work like clockwork, you know, that it's smooth and seamless and you go from one thing to the next and you just hit these things right out of the park and hit those finish lines faster. That's what I bring to my clients is having a, a, an easier, more efficient work day and a life with less stress. Everybody deserves that. Oh, man. Everybody deserves that. I was going to say, you know, I wish that you would, like, just niche into, like, 
family calendars at some point and give us the secret <laughs> sauce there because blah that exploding. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. But I do love that. And this is really great. And so we can help to get closer to that work life balance, whatever we're trying to do. We use systems like this. So talk to us about if you're ready to talk to us about taskology or is there more you want to share with us about the topic today? Well, as far as taskology goes, I mean I'll recap really quickly yeah. just because of, you know, having, we did the show we prior, did. that was last February, so great. but you know, for listeners today, taskology is comprised of three components, task management, time management, and email management. And I'm, I'm sort of on the fence about the fourth component. It is in there. It's information management. Yeah. It's on our website. It's yes. four components, but okay. I, I talk about it in different ways. So right. what's interesting is that, um, you know, Taskology has always been based on Microsoft Outlook um, mm-hmm. because Taskology is the methodology for the technology. But all the clients I work with, they have Microsoft Outlook because they're in corporate and they're right. stuck with it, which right. of course makes my heart sing because I've been working with it for 30 years. <laughs> but the folks who come to me and say, well, but I have Asana or Trello right. or Todoist right. or I have Apple Mail or Google, I used to turn them away and say, you know what, you're, you're, you're losing the power because you don't have a whole system like Microsoft yeah. Outlook. Right. And, you know, I won't be able to help you because the, 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 you don't have this, the system all in one, yeah. you know, component. Well, now um, bring it on, people. Um, I've got a whole new product. <laughs> it's called Taskology for any technology. Love it, it is the Taskology system, but honestly, it, it's a methodology for whatever technology you have. So I am working with clients now who have Todoist. And I am excited to see what the other programs are because Taskology will absolutely work with that technology because it's simply a method of doing, of executing, of mm-hmm. thinking, you know, and making it happen no matter what you have. So I'm excited to work in that in uh, in 24 and help everybody because as long as you have an integration between email and your task management um, software, we're good. You know? Right. So, That's yeah. great. You know, and um, yeah, I'm just going to say right now, like when you're ready for beta users for Trello, sign me up because that's <laughs> that's the one my team I and I are trying to work on. Great. Honestly, Love you know, it. I've identified a yeah. gap, really, because yes, let's, say, you have. You know, let's say back when you were looking for Trello mm-hmm. and you hadn't found it yet. You right. were seeking, right? Right. Everybody's looking for the latest, uh, and I used to say, tip, tool, tactic, shortcut, yeah. app, or hack, right? right. <laughs> we want to stay away from the little tactics and the little hacks, okay? Mm-hmm. Because those kind of shortcuts, they're not going to get you anywhere. Yeah, no, or but not very they, far, right? Yeah. Right, exactly. And <laughs> not really. shortcuts are great, but uh-huh. only if you know where you're going. Yeah. So you have the overarching picture. You're just going to take these shortcuts and not really go anywhere. Yeah. But when you do find a tool that you love, you know, whether it's Trello or something else, the gap I'm seeing is that folks don't quite know what to do with it. Now you're watching their demos, right? right? Yes. And you see what you can do, but it's how to apply it to your work, to your day, to your time, to your tasks and your email that makes the difference. So what I've seen when I watch their demos is that they're not creating tasks. They're still putting in projects and tasks and big things and little things. Yes. Uh, there's a gap because yes. I literally in my system teach everyone how to create a task. There's literally a formula with five steps, with five pieces. And it may sound really elementary, like, well, we all know how to create a to-do. Well, I'm here to tell you, after 20 years, uh, not everybody does. <laughs> and and I might question if everyone listening does too. Oh, yeah. When, when I talk about the legal pads that I, you know, my clients are telling me about, and, I, yeah. and they talk them 
it's it's everything. And so what happens is you're looking at that legal pad and you're backing away from it because it causes hesitation and procrastination mm-hmm. because things are too big. Mm-hmm. So even when they're demos in Trello and Asana and all these other you know software programs, they're 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 entering a task literally like they're not doing the project. They're doing okay. Here's how you create a task in Trello. Right. And they're typing it like a project. And I'm like, wait, right. no. Right. No, that's still that's still the differences. Too big. Yeah. And so people really need a methodology to go with whatever tool they have so that they can actually maximize it and just you know set the world on fire. Let's just go because you need a methodology to do that. You really do. I love that so much because really it absolutely is the missing piece. You've identified it as the gap, 100% it's the gap, and it's still there even as you're seeing, right, with these people who create these wonderful systems, right? But And so you gave us actually back in our last conversation, you gave us some of these like special five pieces to creating like a really actionable task that we will follow up on. And a little bit, some people can kind of like relate to what I think with the SMART acronym, right, that we've seen. But like, are you willing to go over that again? Because it's so crucial, I think, for anyone who's trying to do a to-do list, whatever it's for. I certainly can. Yeah, I certainly can. And I'm going to blend them all together. So uh, I'll try to identify the five, but because it's all in my head. (laughs) You fire hose it out, right? (laughs) Exactly. So yeah, this is really essential. So the first thing is the what. Mm -hmm. And that is going to be really boiling down what is the action step that you really need to take. So whether you're looking at a piece of paper, an email, or you just had a meeting with somebody, you really want to pull out what is it exactly that you want to do. And Mm -hmm. then you want to boil it down to that teeny tiny action step. Now, when I say teeny tiny, I mean really small. So think first of all, in, in in a general sense, okay, what is it that you want to do? It's either going to be the very first step to get something started or the next step Mm -hmm. to keep something moving forward. Okay, so that's the what. Now let's talk about the how long. Okay, so Mm. that's the teeny tiny part. Like how long is a task? This is something that nobody is teaching. And that is in taskology, a task is generally between 30 seconds and 30 minutes long. And this is part of the formula that makes the most difference in people's minds because now they can wrap a time frame Mm -hmm. around it. And by the way, this is what helps people with planning, because now right. you can tie it with your time. Right. And this is the task time connection in taskology. It is crucial yeah. because everybody's trying to get this big bucket of things to do. I mean, like big, super big. So big. And then they have this tiny little thimble of time and yeah. they never match up, right? So we want to bring that into alignment. And the only way to do that is to define, well, how long is a task supposed to take? Now, this is general. Obviously, a lot of what you're going to do is going to be between like, you know, it could be two minutes to 10 minutes because you're making calls. You're sending an email. Some of those things are in an obvious sense. They're kind of short. You Mm -hmm. know that, right? But you never know if you do get that person on the phone. Well, that could be a 20-minute thing because you actually got them live, Right. right? So you have to be prepared for that. So generally, when you're planning your tasks, you kind of have to know that framework to go, okay, so if it's more than 30 minutes, like, do I need to do, and I'm going to use a corporate example okay. here, do I need to do my team's performance appraisals? Okay, well, do you want a two-hour chunk of time to, like, sink into a couple of them? Mm-hmm. Or can you do one at a time, and they generally take 30 minutes? You know, these are the conversations I right. have with my clients to walk through how much time, and oh, by the way, let's get the ball rolling, and let's just do Mary's performance appraisal. You don't have to do them all. Right, start them, <laughs> you know? yeah. So that's just one example. Another, yeah. if you're an entrepreneur, you know, maybe you write content. Okay, well, you don't have to write the whole blog article right now mm. if you do better with just starting it. Right. So when we get into some of these bigger things, what I teach is that you really have to get into using start, continue, and finish. 
And that leads me nicely into the next part of the formula, number three, which is how. Um, and so in, in our system, we always start with a verb. How are you going to do it? Oh, uh -huh. Call, email, you know, call, I love create, that. review, revise, consider, send. Like always start with a verb. Right. Articulate exactly what you're going to do. Yeah. Because knowing the verb up front and you see that task on your task list, it incites action automatically. Like you, it tells you, I've already thought through this. I know exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah. And then you can just jump in and do it. So and, and let's say how, also say do is not the verb you want, right? It's not specific enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or the, when it's too big, you know, hire right. that new salesperson. Yeah. Or, um, yeah. You know, uh, let's, let's um, I don't know, redo a procedure manual. I mean, that's okay. huge. Right. You know, the website, really have to break that down a lot. the whole page mm -hmm. is huge. Yeah. Yes. So that's the how. Then we get into the idea of detail. Um, and I think in my formula, it's like, it's what, how long, how why and you know i've got all the, yeah. all the okay right for it. yeah it's a fancy formula but i'm giving it to you in kind of the conversational <laughs> yeah. way so the next one is about detail mm -hmm. it's about giving a description so not just call mary smith well why are we calling mary smith so you really want to fill up and i'm talking in a digital sense you know when you're yes, in trello okay. asana todoist or microsoft outlook you want to maximize that task line don't bury it where you've got mm. call mary on the task line and then in the notes section you have like why why right make it visible from the main mm -hmm. screen because you really need to see those details when you need to reprioritize tasks and you're looking at multiple tasks you don't want to have to keep digging into each one because that's going right. to suck your time away too right right so put it all up there I'm calling mary smith to ask her this question or to find out mm -hmm. about that clause or mm -hmm. you know get her to send me a report whatever mm -hmm. put the why on that task line give it all the details until you max it out you mm -hmm. know obviously if you've got like multiple notes from other engagements on that task you know put it in the notes section put the most recent thing like what you really want to do next okay that's the most relevant put it up there so that's the why um and then uh oh gosh what's the fifth <laughs> i probably blended it in already <laughs> you so. might have yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you gotta put the why um full descriptions like mm -hmm. don't be sh too short don't abbreviate right. too much don't be cryptic or mysterious because that's going to cause you trouble down the road where you don't know what you meant. Mm -hmm. And people do it on paper all the time. Mm -hmm. They'll abbreviate something and go, I don't know what that means. Right. And move it along. I yeah. laugh at the ones so, I'm guilty of, which is all of them probably. <laughs> exactly. So when you, you know, and so that's, that's the formula, even if I'm missing the fifth piece, you got the most important. Right. Four, and it, I probably threw it in there. I think you did. But, well, I so, think you did because I think so because you kind of blended, I think, one and two. And I think, if I recall correctly, that one and two are sort of broken down. Like, you have the what, and then you really need to extra identify the what, right? Like, you need to really extra well, identify, like, how long, too. Yes. the what, how long, yeah, the first step, right? Yeah. I think I think yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. You're like, this is two-second nature. I got it. Yeah, what it's is it? Win. It's what is it's it? the win. The win, yeah, the, the time win. part. Okay, okay, there you so go. The win is... You have to give it an action date. Yes, yes the so, date. How could I forget right. that? Right. Yes. Okay, good. And that's a part of the smart part. This. So uh, if people don't know this, go Google, you know, or, or Bing or whatever you use. Like, look up SMART, S-M-A-R-T, for the acronym for making this holistic kind of to-do list like Leslie is teaching us today. And that T is the timetable, right? Um, like, when is it going to be like having that timetable? And that's it's a really, really important smart piece. smart for goals. The smart for goals, goals, yes. And let me make sure like that I, we're understanding, like, 
that acronym is about goal setting and Leslie's talking about with each task. And so this is a really important distinction. Yeah, right. It's a very important distinction. But to think about it in this holistic sense is really, like you said, like that's that found time that you get when you do this. This is amazing. Listeners, you're listening to Tune In. It's radio for your mind, body, and soul on WVLP 103.1 FM. Today's show is underwritten in part by Kiki Productions, Inc. Communications Coaching, teaching exercises to help you cycle out of fight or flight in the moment. With a mission to create individual harmony to add peace to the world, Kiki Productions, Inc.'s philosophy is when you are confident, focused, and authentic with your message, you are a magnet to those you wish to attract. Find out how you can speak your truth with love at CoachKiki.com or connect with Coach Kiki on Substack for custom inbox goodies for all your human feelings. Love it. <laughs> yeah, me too. And we're talking today with Leslie Shreve of Taskology and Productive Day. I should say she's of Productive Day and she is the creator of Taskology. And I'm so excited for her announcement that Taskology is going to be adaptable to any system, basically Taskology for the technology. I love that so much. And we've just been talking about these tasks right now. You may have been doing some goal setting for 2024. I don't know if you're somebody who likes resolutions or not. Everyone has like this really complicated relationship with this, right? Like we've got to do them. I don't know why I hate them, but I'm doing them, right? There's a lot of people who kind of live in that space, sort of like the holidays in general, I guess. But if we want to be really mindful and intentional about what we're doing, then we choose whether or not we want to set these goals. And if we're going to set them, are they goals about things we're going to leave behind? Are they goals about things we're going to focus more on, right? And Leslie's really great about having us be intentional with what are you going to do with the precious time that you have? What are you going to do with that time? How are you going to make it really work for you? So Mm -hmm. filling out with each of these tasks that you've done, even in your daily to-do list, right? This isn't even for for goals and resolutions, but your daily to-do list, filling out these tasks in this really holistic way and making sure they have all of the parts to them, the what, the how long, the um, the detail, and of course the when and all of these great, wonderful details that she just went over. So amazing. Take notes. I've been trying to take notes too. <laughs> it really helps us to figure out how to be able to be very succinct with our time and to finish those to-do lists. So things don't just get rolled over and rolled over and rolled over. What are yes. some other things that you notice that people do that just kind of bury, they bury us in our time management and, and how, what's our lifeline? <laughs> well, one of the things I think that's an important distinction about the typical to-do list or task list mm-hmm. is that folks are creating partial task lists or to-do lists. And, and I want to make sure that everybody understands who's listening today that you really want to get a sort of mission control going. So, because I had a client recently um, who this is the first time I've ever heard anybody say this because we, I was teaching her the new system mm. and we were building it. And of course, in my system, we're building it with everything that's on your plate. Okay. And so, and I mean everything. <laughs> it doesn't matter where it came from or when you'll do it, but you mm. need mission control. Yeah. Like, think of it as an inventory of all yes. your tasks. It doesn't matter if you're doing it next February. Just, okay. It's got to be on there. And you, and you put it on there using the task formula that we were just talking about. So at one point, this new client said, um, well, that's good for now. And oh. I said, wait, wait a minute, I don't know, I'm not done yet. Until we find everything that you're responsible for, we're yeah. not done. Yeah. It needs to be everything so that you can leave behind the legal pads, the whiteboards, Excel spreadsheets, Word documents, big pads, little pads, right. pads, pads notebooks, all of it. Like, don't use those tools anymore. Yeah. Go with your favorite one software, the digital approach, so and then build it completely. Because until you have it completely build, uh, built, and it's and it's centralized, and it's digital, you're not going to get that 
clarity, that 100% awareness at all. And so then you won't be mindful because it's not in front of you. Like it's, if it's out yeah. of your vision, then you're not going to be aware of it. And that makes it impossible to efficiently and accurately plan and prioritize because you're flying blind. Mm-hmm. You know, you only have a little bit of that list there. So don't build it with just some things that are top of mind. Mm-hmm. No, get it all on there and then make smart decisions by comparing and contrasting them. And, and, you know, and then you'll be able to make decisions about what's going to be targeted for action this week versus next week, next month, whatever, because it does force you to prioritize because you can only have so many tasks in a day, you know? Um, And then as far as smart goals, you know, if I do, when I'm talking to clients about goals, you know, when they bring stuff to me, we are absolutely breaking those down Mm -hmm. to, well, what are you going to do first? Yes. So if you have your goals, your new year's resolutions, and I believe in ongoing goals. So to me, it's not January really. It's like every time I come up with something new, well, Mm. that's a perfect day for a goal. Yeah. But then you decide, how am I going to get that started? And is now the right time to get that started? So for instance, with some of my clients, they may have a goal that they had something on the back burner. They've been so busy. They just, you know, haven't been able to work with their team to develop them on a new, you know, strategic level, or they haven't had a chance to strategize something, you know, so they put it on the back burner. We bring that forward and then we talk through, okay, what are you really going to do first? And that's part of the coaching that I do Mm -hmm. so that we can really bring it out of them. And then they understand it's going to be a teeny tiny step. You don't have to make it a half day of, oh, I got to kick this off. No, 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 no. Boil it down. Use the formula, you mm-hmm. know, get it on the task, get it in there for planned action, you know? So wanted to make sure everybody knew that. I like that. It's really, it's really helpful. And I think about, you know, what your client, the new client was, you know, when she's like, okay, that's enough for now. I wonder, um, <laughs> do people often feel overwhelmed with this idea of like getting it all on there? And then how do you help yes. them and coach them through? Yeah. <laughs> Of yes. course. Yeah. Yes. And not everybody, you know, mm-hmm. so over the years, I've noticed that there are some people who are absolutely jazzed because they can see it in front yeah. of them. It's that clarity that they're like, wow, this yeah. is awesome. And then I have a few other people who maybe, you know, have a little bit more, um, you know, anxiety mm-hmm. and concern, like, oh, I didn't know I had this much on my okay. plate. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I'm seeing it all in black and white, you know, and they're ready to faint. But I, t- I tell them it's it's okay. This is the power. Yeah. Like, don't give away your power to make these decisions. You're in a job, you know, for a reason. Mm-hmm. You're in this. You're running this business for a reason. You have to have this clarity because when you're flying blind, you've given away your power to yeah. make smart decisions. You know. And I tell them this is going to make your workday easier. It yeah. is not going to make it harder. And oh, by the way, remember, we're not putting it all on today. So right. we're planning it and I'm teaching them. Like, <laughs> Super this is important. You spread out. Yeah. Like, you would have forgotten it anyway if you hadn't seen it in black and white because it wasn't in your vision. And yeah. so if we put it next week, it's okay. <laughs> right. I like that. You know, it reminds me of like decluttering too and this concept of when, when you work with an organizer, right? Some people are like, okay, let's just shift it over here. Let's shift it over here. We're doing room to room and you find that at the end, you've just kind of moved your things around, right? And some people are like, put it all on the bed. Like every piece of clothing that you have, see what the mountain looks like, right? Decide to make it fit the container yeah (laughs) right right so in order to you know get these tasks accomplished to reach these pivotal finish lines and get projects finished and initiatives done you have to have time Mm -hmm. so what i wanted to share with your listeners today is is where time is literally hiding Mm. in your workday and how to get it back because without time, you don't have the secret sauce, you know, you don't have the sauce to make it. So it's not only, hey, let's talk about where your time is going to go this year. Yeah. How about let's get some of that time back. Let's find it. 
It's hiding. Right. I love the other. That's part of your title, right? It's hiding. Where is it hiding? Where is it's it hiding, totally Leslie? It's totally hiding. <laughs> so let's find it. Let's do the treasure hunt. The first place where tasks are hiding, or I mean, sorry, time is hiding, is in your task management <laughs> yeah. approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's in the task management. So what we've been talking about today, when it's in a chaotic sense, you know, where you've got tasks everywhere, you know, and you're using multiple tools, you know, people use the oh, calendar for yes. tasks and the paper, and then they might have a digital approach. They might have Trello, but, you know, it's partial everywhere. Like, yes. And then they have papers and files on their desk. They've got stuff in their head. Yes. <laughs> so that is costing a lot of time because without it being in a central location, you're a person is like spending too much time, not only looking for the tasks, but trying to compare them. Mm. Like they've got them in their head. Like, Oh, I saw that in my email. I see that on my desk. I know what I wrote on my legal pad. Now I got to figure out what to do with my time right now. Right. That's a wasteful process right there. Yeah. The other wasteful part is when you finish a task and you feel good about that. And then you say, okay, what now? What's, what's next? Okay. Right. Don't know where to go right away. Well, yeah. if you're looking at the taskology task list, you already have it mapped out. So right. you just go boom, 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 and you keep going. That's saving time that, that people call time for regrouping. So regrouping is like, okay, well, now I just got sucked back into my inbox because I'm not sure where to go next. So I'm going to yes. check my inbox. <laughs> right. And I'm going to check my desk. Time and I'm filling. Check my yeah. <laughs> right? Right. So it's that's busy work. taking time away, mm-hmm. you know? From, yeah, that's true. From just diving into the next thing. The other wasteful part in the t- in the task management process where time is lost is when you forget something, but now somebody else remembered and they just told you about it. And, and so now it's super priority. <laughs> right. So, you know, so you're going to lose time because you're like, well, now I'm behind on two things. Yeah. You right. Know, and I've got to regroup and catch up now because of something I forgot. I mean, the mm-hmm. list goes on. So there's a lot in the task management process. When you streamline that, you get loads of time back because now there's nowhere else to look except that one location that you built centrally with everything right. in the kitchen sink. And maybe even that sometimes too. Yeah. I like that too. Replace mm-hmm. kitchen sink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the second place where time is being lost is in um, information management. Okay. So picture, picture, you know, looking for information in your email inbox or in the hard drive or in you're trying to find a contact. Oh my gosh, I, this, my head is spinning just because I'm like, my body's like, oh my God, I do this every day. This drives me so crazy. <laughs> I know somebody sent me this information. Was it through Messenger? Was it in an email? Was it this other email? Was it, oh my gosh. Was social media? Was it in <laughs> Was it somewhere was it on, on social media? Oh my gosh. Was it in one of the 12 WhatsApp chats I'm in? Oh, good Lord. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's, yes, I'm, I'm feeling overwhelmed. Oh, me too. Oh my goodness. Who's with us? <laughs> so in, in, in Productive Day in Taskology, we have two parts to saving, to, to uh, sorry, putting time back in your day. Yeah. One is protecting time. One is saving time. Mm. So the saving time piece is about information management. So we're not saving time like in a bank for later on. Okay. We're saving it from being lost in the first place. Mm. And this is about making sure that you can put your hands on the information you need immediately, no matter where it's supposed to be, because everybody has systems in their workday. They're just not using them. So let's say you have an empty file cabinet in your office. Okay. Well, right. We that for real papers and files, but yeah. you might not be using it. Maybe it's stacked up on the desk. Right. Yeah. We have a contact system in whatever system you've got, whether it's Microsoft or something else, but people aren't using it, especially yeah. in corporate. They're like, oh yeah, that contact information is in that email and now it's in that folder and I'm, I <laughs> right. do a search. Right. Right. 
So, and then there's the hard drive or, you know, cloud based, you know, for e-documents, right. you know, so there's a lot of places where people could be using a system, but they're not. And those systems are actually meant for managing certain types of information. So what's happening is that people are losing loads of time in their workday looking for things yeah. they know they have, but you can't find. So many minutes, so many yeah, minutes, every day. So many minutes. So we do look at um, electronic documents. <clears throat> We do look at, of course, email, and I'll get to that one. This, that's our third place okay. where time disappears from the workday. Sure. <laughs> we look at email folders. We do talk about papers and files because the very first day when I teach a client the task list, and by the way, that's the first thing we do, and it takes a couple of hours, you know, it, if there's any paper or files left, we'll talk about it because usually they all disappear. <laughs> nice. <laughs> because it was all papers that were sitting yeah. out as reminders of things to do. Oh, my, right. In the actual legal pad, you know, we're tearing pages off. Yeah. So the whole desk gets cleared. I'm nice. not even there. It's all virtual. Yeah. But that's the clarity also and peace of mind they get physically in the office environment, you know, and that helps them clear their mind so that they don't have all the stuff going on in their head. Oh man, that's, and it can, you know, I know that's found time because when we are more resourceful with our thinking, we get so much more done. We are just so much more able to connect with people, be present with what we're doing, make healthy choices, follow through on the decisions we've already made, right? So love that yeah. so much. Oh my goodness. I love that so much. This is so exciting. I'm loving this conversation with Leslie Shreve of Productive Day. And I hope you are too. Listeners, you're listening to Tune In. It's radio for your mind, body, and soul. And I'm your host, Keila Parkinson. We broadcast from Valparaiso, Indiana, all around the world on WVLP.org and locally at 103.1 FM WVLP. Tune In is underwritten in part by Interfaith Ministry Services, LLC. Reverend Dr. Rhonda Shenley officiates weddings, celebrations of life, and sacred ceremonies in Northwest Indiana and Southwest Michigan while honoring your wishes and spiritual beliefs. Learn more about her wedding packages and sacred ceremonies at interfaithministryservices.com for healing the spirit and empowering the soul. We're talking today about how we can be very mindful of our time all year long, even though we're starting off with this 2024 kickoff, right? Like, let's get it out of the gate. Let's figure out some good habits and some strategies that we can have and some tools we can use. I love this concept of having these types of tools that are so comprehensive. And so Leslie Shreve is returning to talk to us about where time is hiding throughout our day and how we can find it and use it and feel great about our time. So you're getting ready to give us this next piece. Go ahead and share with us the next piece of this wonderful system. The third place where time is leaking out of the workday or it's hiding yeah. <laughs> is email management. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody's favorite. Nobody likes email. Um, so oh my gosh. Um, well, and let's talk about inbox zero for a second. I know we kind of touched on that last time too. Is it realistic or not? What do you think? It is realistic. And you know, the funny thing is, is that I know that when people hear the term inbox zero, it's like an old beaten dead horse, you know, it's like they kind <laughs> yeah. of turn away, like triggers them to go, oh sure. yeah, I've heard about that uh-huh. before. And then they kind of may not hear anything else I say after that. Because they must know? think it's unrealistic. That, and they think that's not really the problem. Like they uh, think that right. saving everything is fine okay. and they can do a search. And that's what a lot of right. people are doing, especially the Google users. They yes. just star things and, you know, it wasn't even Microsoft You're right. people. I mean, you can't yeah. really discriminate. It's everybody okay. <laughs> because you can use the flag, you know. Right. And, and some people want to keep everything in the inbox and other people do, but they don't want to. They just don't know what to do about it. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So it is realistic. I help my clients get to zero all the time. But what I want to tell people is that, you know, if, if inbox zero doesn't sound all exciting to you and that sounds like a big waste of time, think about it this way. I help my clients spend up to 50% less time in their email inbox every day. So talk about time 
get, getting some of that back. Yeah, yeah, right. So it's about the time you spend in the inbox. And when you learn Taskology, not only are you spending less time in your inbox and you're spending less time on email in general, you are getting to zero as well mm -hmm. because that is how we do it. So the reason that time is being lost in the email process is not just from searches because you really want to go to a specific place, whether it's an email folder or maybe maybe I'm teaching you, okay, well, you don't really need that email. You just need the attachment. So we covered uh -huh. that in the, you know, the e-documents. Okay. Know. If you've got a trusted, reliable system for where you're storing your electronic documents, well, when you get to email, you'll know right away, oh, I can save that in the hard drive or in the cloud yes. and know exactly <clears throat> where it is and I yeah. can ditch the email. You yeah. know? So we go through those conversations, but you really want to be able to, most importantly, get tasks and follow-ups out of email and onto your digital task list. So Makes sense. Um, I want everybody to know that email is just task management in mm. disguise. I love that. <laughs> it is. And it's Such information huge, management yeah. in disguise. Right. Those are the two main things you get from email. Sure, you get opportunities, you get meetings, you know, events, friends, Connection, family, right, sure, fun, yeah. Uh -huh. You know, all that stuff. <laughs> and basic, basic communication. But right. when it comes to something for you to do, besides a meeting that you schedule, you've got a task or you've got information you might need to save. Mm -hmm. So having, that's why emails always last in my system when I'm teaching it. It's because we have to have all these other places built and ready to go. And that task list is essential. Otherwise, you can't get tasks and follow-ups out of email. So the time that's being wasted is when you star or flag an email because you see it, you know, you read it for the first time and you think, oh, I totally have to do that. That's getting a star. Yeah. That's getting the flag, right? And then you move on. So you're moving on and on and on and you're looking at all these emails that just rolled in and you're marking all the ones that you want to come back to whether it was good information or you want to consider going to an event, you have a follow-up to do, or you have to respond, whatever it is. The problem comes in for time management when all you're doing is rereading emails you've already seen, but couldn't do anything right. with. Right. Because you couldn't move it out. So I want everybody to know who's listening that nothing is best managed while it's still sitting in the inbox. Mm -hmm. So that's why I help my clients get to zero. It isn't just to get to zero and see the pretty white space. Right. <laughs> know that you know you've seen everything you've made a decision on everything yeah. and you've moved it out to better locations where it is best managed so the end goal is yes we need to get those e-documents out of the email and into the hard drive or into the cloud because i need that for long term maybe it's legal it's financial it's historical it's yeah. really important and you don't want to have to go scrounging around in emails in a folder to try to find it that's like a that's like a really important document that you're going to want to put your hands on immediately. Now, granted, there are other attachments that not they don't matter so much, and they could stay in the email, and they could stay in an email folder. Totally fine. That's what our coaching you know, talks about, is which ones of those fall into those categories. But getting those tasks and follow-ups out of email is essential, because you have to get them onto your main you know, one inventory, your digital yes. task list, where then you can compare and contrast it to everything else. And then make a smart decision about what you need to do now versus tomorrow or next week or next month. You don't have to keep staring at that email every single day. You know, get it out of there. Tell, yeah. tell yourself what you want to do with it. Make a plan. Pick an action date and move on, you know, and then you're not seeing it again and again and again. Next time you see it, you can actually take action on it. Right. And I think that I think that some people, right, like we have this idea, this romantic, romanticized idea of task batching, right? This is like this new trendy phrase for something we also do for time management, right? The task batching thing. And I, I'm guilty of this too. Like, okay, so we think, okay, I've task batched for email. 
I haven't task batched for following up on emails. I'm just skimming them, right? And this is what I'm doing. I'm hitting them all at one time. And this is saving me time. But you're right. It's not because it's actually making us hit the same email twice if that's all we're doing is email reading in this moment, right? And so we have to think this through. Like, how are we using, like you said, the tips and tasks and the and the time-saving things that we think are time-saving, they're not great shortcuts if we don't know where we're going to begin with. So having our goals in mind with what we want. I love this, Leslie. This is such helpful information. Well, good, because I want everybody <laughs> to be more mindful about where the time is actually going. And I think even though folks may not be totally in tune with realizing that that time is leaking out of their workday or it's hiding in one of their processes, this is why I want to get the word out and help as many people understand and raise that awareness so they know, oh, okay, so I can get that time back, you know, because right. they might think, well, everybody's got to do it this way or everybody's dealing with it. Yes, but there's different ways to tackle it. And the really the best way is to get those emails out of the inbox and onto the location where they are best managed yes. or simply best stored. You yes. Know, you don't need to see it for a while, but get it out of there. That's how we get to zero, but the purpose is so that you spend less time on email and more time on the tasks and the projects that matter the most to you, that are going to really move your business forward, move your career forward, move your you know company or your department, your team, whatever it is, but collectively, let's get that progress so that you can hit your finish lines in a big way. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want in 24. We want more in 24. More in 24, so, right. What is it, right? What does everybody want for their year coming up? What do you want more of? That's what mm, I'm gonna be asking I my clients, that. you know, all through this first month of the year. What do you want more of? What do yeah. you want more You know, if you're listening to this right now, our, our conversation with Leslie, who's returning, and we're talking about these amazing types of things. Think about that for yourself. What do you want more of in 24? And and what would you do with the time that you found, right? Oh, I love yes. this. Um, and, yeah, you know, I'm... Personally or professionally. Yeah, personally or professionally. Um, I, I think about this visual that I have for, um, you know, we were talking about inbox and email, but, like, I'm thinking about, like, old-fashioned snail mail. Like, when I was in my 20s and living in Chicago, 2000 and earlier, right? So everything was paper. And I'm such a graphite. And we, I've talked about this before, too. You know... I had this whole system for when the mail came in. I got my mail and I'd bring it in and I had my little um, shelf by the front door, right? Where it was, you know, here was my, my actual telephone and answering machine, right? Jacked into the wall. <laughs> goes back, she's laughing. And, um, and I had to bring my mail in and I had a big stack of mail, right? And I would open everything right there. I had a little cup with the pens and pencils and my letter opener and I would open everything right there. And in my kitchen, I had a shredder. And I just mm-hmm. immediately, like every afternoon, that was how I took care of things. And so if it was a bill on my wall calendar, which was right next to the phone, I marked when that bill was due and I had a place that I clipped it, right? And it went into another file that was on the bottom shelf of that, right? And everything right. got done immediately. And it was very manageable back then, let me tell you, because it was just me. <laughs> now, my husband, on the other hand, has never had a system, doesn't know what to do with mail, doesn't know why it exists, wants to look at every flyer, travels too much for work. And so now we currently have a similar place where our phone and answer machine used to live for a while. We finally got rid of those some time ago. But we have this big bin that just keeps growing. We just keep getting bigger bins and <laughs> mountains of mail because he doesn't want to just shred things, right? And I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> so this is what it looks like. And I feel like this is my email now, Leslie, because I never had a good system in place, right? And so what you're teaching us is how to like, I just want to share that with listeners. You can get a good visual, right? Because like, this is the same thing you're teaching us. And this, 
this wasted clutter that we have takes up like it's like an albatross in our kitchen right and i don't love it and but and we haven't figured out a better system because he's not going to work it and he doesn't want me to shred things he hasn't seen and so it's a stalemate for 20 years and it is what it is <laughs> you know, but we can do better it's so true it's helping people learn how to make decisions yeah so there's really two things yeah. that people stumble with when it comes to information or email or tasks even. So in these three areas where time is hiding, two things that are holding people back are number one, how to make decisions mm. about their stuff. Yeah. Whether it's what kind of task do I need to do? What's my action step? How do I want to get this started? Or it's, um, do I need this information? Um, do I need this email? Do I need whatever I just got in this email? You know, it's, right. it's making a decision. Is it important to you? How is it useful to you? That's the biggest question I ask my clients yeah. every day of every week of every month of every year. Yeah. How is this useful to you? If it's not that and they know instantly that it is useful or that it's not, so they might delete it, archive it, you know, shred it, whatever, or they say, oh, yeah, I totally need to keep this. Now okay. the second problem is what do I do with Where it? Where does it go? Yeah. Uh -huh. Where does it go? Yes. And so if, they, if you don't have a working digital central task list, mm -hmm. that's a big problem, right? That's a stumbling block right there. So if you've got a whole bunch of partial lists whether digitally or physically or they're in your head on a whiteboard, doesn't matter where they are, yeah. that's holding you back. Yeah. That is totally holding back your productivity and your progress. And that's the first um, sort of trouble spot, if you will, that's stopping you from making progress and having peace of mind at the end of the day. The second one is how are your reference systems holding up? Mm. You know, do you have a place for papers, files, e-documents, contact information, right. et cetera? So all those things that people say, oh, yeah, I want to save that. Well, now they don't know where to put it. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, so right. Those are the two things that hold everybody up. And that's what I teach when I teach the system. They're getting all of that training and coaching as well because decision making is is a is a, a stumbling block. You know? Yeah, it's a huge one. Like we talked mm -hmm. too about this concept of being overwhelmed, right? Not being able to be resourceful. So working with a coach is amazing. And I want to encourage listeners, if you haven't already done this during our conversation, go to ProductiveDay.com. Leslie has a quiz there where you can figure out like, what's the number one thing holding you back? Like, what's your biggest issue with like finishing your tasks and figuring things out, right? And I love this because it's really decluttering our info systems. And I just think that when we're, we, we come into the new year and we often we're talking about what we want to let go of, right? What are our goals and what do we want to let go of? And so Taskology lets us do both, which is very cool. Yeah, not only that, but you know, and the quiz, um, love that quiz because it's, it not only gives you your own results report at the end, but they all, everybody who takes the quiz will also get a more specialized quick insights report just about their quiz results following oh, that. But it really gets into where is that trouble spot in the four areas that Taskology mm. addresses, whether it's task management, time management, email, or information management. So you can find that blind spot, you know, because mm. typically it is everything all rolled up into one, but there's going to be something that is like the most painful. Yeah. And usually for people, it's email, but you know, <laughs> there are other folks who come in and they're saying that it's time mm. or that it's tasks or that it's information, you mm -hmm. know? Um, but yeah, it's a great quiz. Definitely take the quiz. Um, also there's smart steps on the um, website. So anybody who wants like a, a weekly two minute audio that gives you a strategy straight from Taskology and addresses all kinds of things. There's a, a, you know, the free gift on our website. It's a free series, 52 weeks. I'll be with you for a year. You'll get one nice. of my strategies every week. So productive day, smart steps. Oh, I That's love awesome that. That's yeah. great. 
That's really great. And um, what a great freebie to have. And I just love that. That's wonderful. She's got all kinds of great info at her blog there as well. So definitely you want to check that out. Leslie, we're coming up toward the end of our show. What is it we haven't already shared with listeners that you really want them to know? I want them to be mindful of how they're feeling about their work day. How do you feel at the Mm. end of the day? You know, really take stock as we start this new year, as, as we start another year of opportunity and success that's around the corner. And if you feel like you're not reaching your goals or your potential, because I hear that a lot. Mm. People think I'm not reaching my potential and I'm working with, you know, high powered C-level executives and they're great at what they do <laughs> and they're leading teams and they're at the yeah. top of their company. And yeah. yet they feel like they're not reaching their potential. And so at the end of the day, they're not really feeling good about how the day went, you know, and they know that time is being lost. They know that efficiencies are being lost. They're tired of not working with their team or they're tired of not, you know, hitting that goal that they had just for the day, like not Mm, even a big goal. I really want to get that done and they couldn't get to it. Now it's true. I can't stop every emergency from happening in the world, you know, and in the work day, and I can't stop your boss from coming in and saying, Hey, let's do this. You know, I can't stop your kids from calling you and interrupting you. But what I can help you do is have a system that's so stable that it's, and it's so clear and it gives you such clarity and strength and power that when something, you know, disrupts your day or you have to pivot really quickly, you can. You can turn on a dime, but without missing, losing, or forgetting anything. Mm. And you can still feel good about the other stuff you got done in the day. So I really want people to think and reflect, how do you feel about your work day? Because whatever you're feeling, if it's a negative feeling, if you're anxious or frustrated or overwhelmed, really consider that there are other ways to manage your work day in a Mm. much better way, a more efficient way. It doesn't have to be taskology, but just go look for something that will give you that fulfillment at the end of the day, you know, look for solutions because if you're not really knocking it out of the park every day and feeling amazing at the end of the day, I can help, but I know you can find other solutions out there. Someone else can help find a coach, find a guy yeah. and really plug into how you're feeling because the frustrations you may be feeling, if that's how you're feeling, they don't have to remain. Oh Just remember that yeah. nothing has to stay the way it is today. The one thing you can always count on is being it's able to change. change. Yeah. And, you know, that's such a wonderful thing to bring us back to. By the way, listeners, it's WVLP 103.1 FM. I have to make sure I get that in there. And it's such a wonderful thing that Leslie's sharing with us here on this conversation we're having about taskology and productive day and how to find that leaking boat, you know, in, in the time of our day and to plug that up in a great way is by checking in with how do we feel? How are we feeling at the end of the day? And it's such a good barometer, right? You talked about mapping our time. You talked about streamlining our time. You've given a sense of great, great sound bites and information that have so much like meat to them. And I really, really appreciate it so much. I'm so glad to have you back on the show to share all this great stuff with us. And I, again, love your announcement that your that Taskology is open even to non-Outlook users. Thank you for that too. <laughs> well, thank you for having me back on the show as a guest. Always a pleasure. I love our conversations. And if there's anything uh, we need to talk about in the future, maybe email or dig deeper yes. into information or tasks or anything, I'm here to help. And I'm here to be of service to, you know, everyone out there who really wants to have the most productive workday they can absolutely have. And, uh, and I, I wish that for everyone. Great success in 24. 
That's wonderful. I'm so glad to. And come back anytime. Listeners, if there's something you would like to hear more of from Leslie, reach out to us. You can connect with us directly at facebook.com slash tune in mindful radio. If you're not already listening to us in our podcast format, you can add that to your listening playlist and you can listen on demand anytime and hear more about this. If you haven't taken notes, dig into the meat and potatoes of what Leslie's been sharing with us. Go to anchor.fm slash tune in mindful radio. You can interact with us there as well. We do the Q&A and sometimes we have polls for listeners and all kinds of great information information right in the show notes. So of course, you can also go to wvlp.org. And if you're interested in learning more about the station and the grassroots movement in Northwest Indiana, go to wvlp.org support. It's been so nice talking to you, Leslie, and catching up again. I love your outgoing wishes for our listeners for 2024 to have like the best, most productive and goal oriented time that they can have. Thanks again. Come back anytime. We'll see you later, meditators. Thanks again. Bye-bye.